More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is top of our second hour, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth be told with DT and Telly. Now, you know, we we joke. We have a good time. However, I, I'm hoping that Truth Nation, right now, you will consider texting all of your associates, friends, family members that are small business owners or considering becoming one. Because right now, live in the studio... We have Tracy Meeks, who is vice president and community lending market executive for Old National Bank. Now, let me just say this before we get into this conversation. I love me some Old National Bank, number one, because they were established in my hometown, Evansville, Indiana. Mama Thomas, my mother, bless her soul, 85 years young, will refuses to bank anywhere else. Other than Old National Bank, so and she I, still get checks too. She still write the checks she, out. And. Tracy, please, as Telly mentioned, please talk to my mama and let her know about online banking. Well, tell Mama Thomas, thank you very much for banking with us. I, I will pass that along. Thank Appreciate you so much. That. So again, we've got Tracy Meeks live in the studio. So first, before we learn more about the empowerment loan program, what specifically is your role as community lending market executive? Well, first of all, Denise and Telly, thank you for having me on your show this morning. I work at Old National Bank, as you mentioned, as a community marketing executive. My role is to work with minority and women-owned businesses seeking financial uh, assistance with uh, credit, uh, obtaining uh, credit uh, that normally would not be available for them for various reasons. Mm -hmm. I love that. And now, how is that different from, like, when we think of a normal banker, how is that different from, from that? It's different because we work one-on-one, hand-to-hand uh, with, with the minority business owners. A lot of minority business owners are somewhat leery to going into some of the big banks uh, because of past experiences. And so we work well with them. Uh, we coach them. Uh, we educate them from start to finish on the uh, credit process. So it's more of a uh, relationship uh, uh, situation w- with the business owners. We're being joined live in studio by Tracy Meeks, who is the VP of Community Lending Market executive for Old National Bank. And as Denise said, that her and her mom have been with Old National Bank for a very long time. It wasn't established in East St. Louis. It was established in Evansville. They're so. probably on their way. Uh, yeah. They're growing. <laughs> we oh, are growing. Old National yeah. is growing. Yeah. Tell us all about Old National Bank. You bet. Old National Bank was founded in 1834, nearly 190 years ago. We are the sixth largest commercial bank headquarters in the Midwest by assets. We have a Approximately $47 billion in assets. We are located in eight states, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Kentucky, Iowa, and Tennessee. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, it's not just, yeah, it's not just a Midwest no, thing. No, I'll no, expand no. it to Tennessee and Tennessee, everything. Tennessee, just wow. recently in the Tennessee market, uh, again, sixth largest bank in the Midwest, uh, 30, top 35 largest banks in the in the United States. Wow. So we are growing. How long have you been with Old National Bank? You know, I came through the uh, uh, first Midwest bank acquisition. So I've been, I guess, with the bank for the last seven years. Okay. But as the uh, Old National Bank employee, I've been with them for about two years. Okay. 
It's been a phenomenal stint here with O National Bank, and I, I know we'll talk about the Empowerment Small Business Loan Program, but I've been in banking tell you about, for about 36 years, so what we're doing now at O National Bank with our Empowerment Small Business Loan Program is phenomenal work. No, I, as, as we have partnered with you, and by the way, again, Old National Bank was very intentional about not just talking the talk, but walking the walk. And what I appreciate, just this interview alone, the fact, Tracy, that you're here and you're representing this incredible empowerment small business loan program. Y'all are very intentional about partnering with the truth. This is this is what we need. This is what our community needs. We need equity. We don't need to have to constantly come to y'all. We need banks to come to us. And that's exactly what Old National Bank is doing now. The empowerment, and just so y'all know, Old National Bank must be a great place to work because Tracy came in here looking like he got eight hours of sleep. He's eating good. He's driving good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Old there is National no dragon. Yeah, there is. Like, he, he looked like, what, what y'all say, $47 billion? That's what Tracy looked like, y'all. So well, thanks. That's yeah. What you're yeah, Tracy, you don't look like this Monday morning, man. Uh, yeah. uh, Thank you very yeah. much. We struggle. It, if you would have came, I'm struggling. So. Look, if you would have came in here looking like two dollars, I'd have been like, y'all looking at how much money? <laughs> they need up? to get you some. <laughs> Denise would have said that. I would have said right. that. And Tracy knows I would have said yeah, that too. So thanks for the compliment. But in all seriousness, the the empowerment small business loan program we're talking about up to five million. Dollars, which for a lot of people that sounds like a lot of money, Tracy. But for small business owners, we need that. That's like payroll. That's resources. So, can you just let us know what is the program and why is this lending program so important to Old National Bank? Great question. Years ago, our uh, CEO Jim Ryan, who this program is his brainchild. He was working with Roland Shelton, who yes. you know Denise out of Evansville. And they identified that African-American business owners, uh, Hispanic business owners, Native American business owners, as well as women business owners had a difficult time in obtaining financing from their traditional credit partners. And so we went out, created a program, launched it last year, uh, 2023. And so far last year, we have helped over 100 successful minority and women-owned businesses with about $25 million in loans. We have already started wow. this year with almost $8 million in approvals. So the program works. Uh, it's getting uh, a great market uh, attention. So thank you to 101.7 The Truth for having me on this morning to talk about it. But it's a great program. Again, geared toward minority business owners and women business owners that normally had difficulties in, in obtaining uh, traditional credit financing. Yeah, well, Denise, I know this is your lane, so I'm going to let you dive a little bit deeper. But before you do, I just want to ask, uh, just to follow up with what DT said, how important is it for someone like you to get out in the community and talk to people? Because I know it could be probably extremely intimidating for a small business owner to look at a program and say, man, they'll never give me $5,000 or, I mean, I'm excuse me, $5 million or I, I could never qualify for that. So how important is it to break down those communication barriers to know that, yes, you too can qualify for this money? It's very important tell a great question uh, again historically uh, minority and women-owned businesses have been intimidated to going into some of the big banks to get uh, financing for a variety of reasons so it's important for us for me as an african-american executive at uh, old national bank to stay active in the community visible in the community and let individuals know that not only do individuals like me work we're also a bank at, at, at old national bank so that affinity uh, with my skin color to a lot of the uh, minority and, and African-American business owners goes a long way. 
So how, and just so y'all know, if you're just tuning in, and this is so important, this conversation that we're having with Old National Bank, we have Vice President and Community Lending Market Executive Tracy Meeks live here in our studio. We're so happy and excited to have y'all. This is a great new partnership. And I know I'm I'm excited to partner with y'all in this capacity. Now, let's just keep it real. Connecting with a bank as a small business owner, whether I'm a person of color or whether I'm a woman or both in this instance, what what do I need to prepare to do? Like, how do I connect with Old National Bank in that capacity? Do I need to have certain documentation? Like, where can I learn exactly how do I show up and start this partnership with the Empowerment Small Business Loan Program? Well, you can start by just giving me a telephone call. I'll be more than happy to meet you at your business, oh, that's at, awesome. at our offices. Um, can I share my number now? Please. So it's, uh, yes. Let me get my pen. Five, five, <laughs> get me, give me a pen. 414-687-7393. Call me directly. Be more than happy to meet with you. But there's a, you know, there are some criteria, a financial reporting criteria. We like to look at two or three years of financial statements mm-hmm. uh, on the business. We like to look at two or three years of tax returns on the owners. Owners, we, 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 we say owners are anyone that owns at least 25% of the business. Uh, now, for our program itself, 51% has to be minority owned. Mm-hmm. So there can be, a, I guess, a, a other section or other portion at, at the 49%, but 51% has to be minority owned businesses. So, again, the financial statements, a business plan helps. And just uh, telling your story. Uh, again, we work hand in hand with these business owners. And so a lot of times it's so structured with traditional bank. Give me your financial statements. We're running through our credit uh, algorithms and either credit scores up or credit scores down. We work with our business owners. So we take in consideration that your credit score may be a lot lower uh, than the traditional uh, uh, model. We're working with credit uh, uh, individuals that have credit scores as low as 620. Uh, we work with individuals, uh, the program equity requirements. Most banks are looking at 25 to 30% equity. So if I'm a business owner, I'm looking at purchasing a $100,000 piece of equipment, I can walk into a national bank. If I can afford the equipment, I can get 100% financing for that piece of equipment, stretch that payment out over seven years, most banks five years, which is going to be a higher monthly uh, principal and interest payment. We're able to stretch that amortization out over seven years. That's going to allow the business to retain more of their bi- the cash flow within the business. So that helps the business grow. So the credit programs that we have, we thought outside of the credit box, the typical credit box to put this program together because it was it was important that uh, we not only had a credit program in place, but a credit program that worked for the borrowers and just not something that was window dressing for the bank to say, hey, we got a program here. But you still need to fit into that typical credit box, which is 680 credit scores, 25 percent equity, uh, uh, five year uh, amortization schedules. Mm -hmm. Our credit parameters are stretched out. It mitigates the credit risk uh, because we still work with the borrowers. We know our borrowers. So we're not going to book the loan and just walk away from you. We're going to work with you whenever it is that you need us. I love this for so many reasons, especially because as we talk about rebuilding our community, rebuilding our wealth and and actually like reclaiming our wealth. These are the type of initiatives and programs that really help us do that. What are some of the success stories that you can share? Because I know our listeners are thinking this sounds good, but who have y'all actually like helped? So can you share with us maybe a one of because I know you've worked with a number of of minority. Oh, now I'm gonna keep it real with you, Tracy. Mm -hmm. I don't like that word. 
but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Okay. I just don't like it. But for minority-owned businesses and um, women-owned businesses, what have been some of your success stories that you've you've seen as a result of the Empowerment Small Loan Program? We were able to help a uh, woman-owned business out of Madison, Wisconsin, uh, uh, 90% uh, financing to help her purchase um, the business that she had been working uh, for many, many years. She didn't have that 25% equity that normal banks uh, are normally required. We were able to do 90% financing, so she was able to go in. Uh, can I say the name of the shop? Please. Cassetta's Kitchen out of uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey. We were okay. uh, so she's a proud owner, and we're proud to have her as a partner with us. Another success story that we have just local is out of Cudahy, Wisconsin. Small business owner, another woman-owned business. Uh, she had... Uh, it was a refinance uh, opportunity for us. She had high debt levels uh, at, a, at an existing financial inst- institution that really just strained her cash flows. And so we were able to take it, restructure the loan, and also provide her with a working capital line of credit that allows her business to grow. So That's both awesome. of those success stories, the borrowers were able, was able to keep more cash on hand because they didn't have to uh, pay the bank back so much uh, every month. That, that's so powerful. It's so incredible. And as a small business owner myself, to hear you say these things, it just, again, it just shows the dedication and commitment to Old National Bank truly being a partner in our community that's going to meet us where we are. Because, you know, I don't, it's not just equality. It's not just saying, oh, well, you can go in the bank and you can apply just like everybody else. Right. We need equity. And we need, you know, banks coming to us educating us, giving access to capital and resources. So I am just, again, thrilled about this partnership. I'm so thrilled about the Empowerment Small Business Loan Program. And Tracy, can you give us the number one more time? Because we want more Milwaukeeans, Milwaukeeans to be a part of this, to be beneficiaries. 414-687-7393. And that's my personal cell phone. That's not my office number. So you can catch me at any time. I love that. Y'all, Tracy's the yeah. truth. Yes, he is. So don't don't say we don't give y'all right. what you need here on the truth. <laughs> Tracy is in the studio. Telly and I look like $2.25. <laughs> Tracy look like he giving out $4 billion. He looks like it. He's giving you his cell phone number. What else more? What's, what's a greater way to start your week? What's a greater way to start your week? Now, um, as we're wrapping things up, because I know you've got many, many things to do and continuing to help. Uh, people of color and women-owned businesses thrive as business owners. What what do you want to see more of in terms of customers and clients? What can we do more of as small business owners to really help this Empower Loan program really take off? Stop standing on the sideline. Mm. Take that business plan. Give me a telephone call and see what works for you in 2024. I love it. That, uh, that is as simple and as plain as you can make it. Get off the sideline. Yes, line. yes. I love it. Uh, yeah. No, I'll, I wrote your number down, too. Well, thank you, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not just a talk radio show. Folks. And again, tell Mama Thomas, thank you for her I, business. I'm going to tell her, and she's going to pray for you, Tracy. Thank as you soon as I much. tell her that, she's going to be like, well, I'm going to put Tracy on my... <laughs> I'm going to put him on my, my prayer list. list. Make sure they send me some more checks, right. though. I'm getting low. <laughs> well, I'm online banking. I'm telling you, Tracy. Put Jesus <laughs> loves me on my, on my checks. There you go. <laughs> she probably already has she does. I'm telling you, in the memo section of the check, in Jesus' name. <laughs> and oh, she ain't man. never had an overdraft. I need to start doing that. Hey, <laughs> hey, we energy don't care about what's in those notes. They just want that money, they right? Want, they want the dollar bills. I put in Jesus' name on the memo. Why y'all, what you they ain't even acknowledge it. 
Tracy, we want to thank you again so much for well, being here. thank you here. for having us. Please come back again. We'll do. Yeah, this, look this is a great it. partnership. We're, the truth is so excited to be partnered with Old National Bank. And, and most importantly, we appreciate your leadership and your willingness to give us access. Well, thank so thank you, you, you again. We, come back anytime. Okay. Hopefully, you can your wardrobe can wear off on me. Well, itself. next time I come back, I'm going to dress a little bit more appropriately for the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so. Basically, he's going to dummy it all. No, 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 no. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tracy. Thank Tracy you. Meeks, Community Lending Marketing Executive and Vice President at Old National Bank. Y'all, call Tracy. He gave you his number. He is owning, managing, and leading and helping people that look like us win in 2024 as part of the old national bank empowerment small business loan program stay tuned we've got more to come and tracy said he'll be back so maybe you can come yeah. on a friday and we do true telling hits with telly sounds good awesome thank you again tracy. Thank you very much. On friday. <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned y'all we'll be back <laughs> it is truth be told with dt and telly on 1017 the truth the truth app and 1017 thetruth.com It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they all know me. Back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they all know me. Back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they all know me. Truth Nation, now is your chance to win four tickets. That's right, four tickets to City of Milwaukee's Direct Connect MKE Movie Meetup for an exclusive viewing of Bob Marley, One Love. Caller number seven at 833-212-1017 wins a four-pack of tickets to see Bob Marley, One Love, with fellow members of Truth Nation. That's right, you'll get a chance to... Have a meet and greet with Dr. Ken Harris as well. City of Milwaukee's Direct Connect MKE Movie Meetup is set for Saturday, February 17th. You can't buy tickets to this event. This is an exclusive access for Truth Nation only. That's right. So you got to be caller number seven right now at 833-212-1017 to win a four-pack of tickets to see Bob Marley, One Love, at our exclusive Milwaukee movie meetup on Saturday, February 17th. Make connections and explore career opportunities by visiting directconnectmke.com. If you're just tuning in, y'all, we just had an incredible interview with Old National Bank. This empowerment small business loan program, man. So it's real deal now that you kind of looked into it. The uh. numbers he was dropping. <laughs> and, you know, in, in all seriousness, as we are celebrating Black History Month and part of Black History Month is really focusing on black present and black future. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I didn't really know as a business owner was the importance of like access to capital and being able to like build a team. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times shout out to all the entrepreneurs out there that are solopreneurs you know, I was a solopreneur for about five of the seven years I've been in business. And that's when you the CEO, the CMO, the CFO, the COO, <laughs> you everything. And it really it's draining yeah. because you're trying to grow and keep up and be relevant. You you got to be everything at the same time. So I love hearing about banks that get it. Like, number one, we don't know. We don't know. Right. Number two, if we don't have access, how we how we going to grow as a community? And And number three. Don't make us write a whole dissertation to then tell us you're going to give us $5,000. Right. Don't take 
us through all this rigmarole, for lack of better and words, then, yeah. and then be like, oh, you got approved, you know, like 5000 What am I going to do with that? <laughs> my, You know, my building's rent is like $5,000. That's where you'd be like, okay, I'll just come back next month and do this whole thing over again. You and know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm just going to give me $5,000 at a time. But you're right. And I, that's why I asked Tracy that question about being out in the community. And it, it, it makes a difference when you see someone and they're telling you the options as opposed to you reading it online. Everything could be so overwhelming when you start to look at, man, I got to have this. Like he it's said, so you know, you got to fit in this box of 680 credit score. You got to have this much ex- equity. You got to have this. You got to have that. When you hear all that, you'd be like, I ain't got none of that. Like, so how they going to give me a loan? I ain't got none of that. You want to keep it real? Let's keep it real. Yeah. This country was founded based on immigrants in terms of, you know, you had people from all over the world mm. coming into what is now known as the United States of America. So you think, you know, these these mom and pops that started back in, you know, the late 1800s through like the 1940s, there was no credit score and all that stuff. They were like hey, literally exactly. going to banks. And so now fast forward. Like, hey, you just got to trust me. I'm going to pay you back. You know what I'm saying? Just let me get on my feet. And so yeah. then over the because they, you know, were able to do that and just get loans and, and credit from banks at that time, give us that same treatment. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. don't don't make us go through all this filing this because we we're exhausted. We and, are exhausted. And, and here's the thing that I know we may not get to touch on it as much uh, today, maybe tomorrow a little bit. But Ben sent us a topic. Saying, I mean, and and the headline read: New York Mayor to give fifty three million to migrants in credit cards. Say what? New York Mayor, I'm like, is set what? to give fifty three million to migrants in credit cards. So, what would be the amount per each? Or yeah, I'm not yeah. even talking about that. The the amount I'm talking about the people that are here. That have had one chance, and then their credit is not good. And now, for years, you've been dealing with bad credit, trying to get your credit score right. And then you have people, just because they they come here, it doesn't even matter if it's $200 they get. They still get in a clean slate where if you are a born citizen – and you may mess up your credit. You don't get a do-over. You sound very Republican. No, I'm saying you don't get a do-over. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, saying everyone Truth Nation should get. Is that's tell, not sounding is Republican. Is not sounding Republican right now? How is that sounding Republican? I ain't hating. Look, let me No, tell you I'm right asking, now. though. You said it. How, how do I sound Republican? Dawn. It's a new day. Look, when you see Joe Biden going to random black folks' house begging for a vote, don't sleep on what the Republicans yeah. are doing. I mean, it's a new day, but... um. It, it just what you said. It's it's very Republican conservative. Like, you know, conservatives are more like, you know, my great grandfather came to the country with a dollar in a dream and never had any handouts. And not to say that's what you're implying. I'm just saying. You no, know, I'm not saying that at all. Okay. I'm just saying for the say people that got bad credit right now. Yeah. And it's like, I don't get a redo. I don't get a do-over. Like, if you want to do something to help me out, too, help me out y'all, with some y'all credit. Y'all see my face on YouTube? Y'all see my face? <laughs> 
I'm t- I just you but sound, you the sound thing like is, you don't need any money. It's like, hey, you ain't got to give me some money just because you're giving migrants well, money. Let me just add about you know eighty points on my credit score. How about that? Look, and then you know the other side, they're going to say, hey, you got welfare, you got Medicaid, you got PPP loans, you got all this stuff, and you're still complaining. I'm just asking for some more points on hey, my credit I score. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> now, this initiative that you're talking about, as Telly had reported, Mayor Eric Adams of New York and Mobility Capital Finance are aiming to assist migrants with food expenses as they wait for authorization to work from the federal government. So the cards that Telly was referencing would be for food, gas, um, you could use it as convenience stores, and a family of four could receive up to $1,000 monthly or $35 a day, and the cards would be refilled every 28 days. Now, my question is how long? Right. I mean, because we talked about it last week, yeah. uh, where the child tax credit, that came in handy for so many families. Oh, I was a beneficiary for show. Uh, yeah, that may have had trouble paying their rent or paying other bills. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but the question is, how long does this last? Unlike when a new tax is presented, they don't tell you the expiration date on how long they're going to tax you X amount more, but... If there's a program like that to actually help people, you know there's going to be a time limit on it. Oh, like oh, the first six months of why you're here. You know there's going to be a a some some type of timeline. Now we got to talk about this, Telly, and I I I know I don't think you and I both because we were both at the same place last night. We were at the DL Hughley show at the uh, Improv. Yeah. Did you catch any replays of the Grammys? None. None. I, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Did you ever watch the Grammys? I've I've never been. I've always just caught highlights. I've never. I, let me, I'm sorry. I, let me take that back. When award shows were more exclusive, and you only had about four, maybe a year that were televised, mm-hmm. then yeah, I I would watch it. But once they start coming out with all these. Nickelodeon show, award shows, and this, that, and the other. It just kind of watered down the rest of them. So long answer short, no. I, I just catch highlights. I don't watch the Grammys well, like that. Well, one of the highlights that I was pretty excited about. So y'all y'all hear this song that Ben plays. It's one of my favorite songs, On My Mama by Victoria Monet. Mm-hmm. When they sing, Oh my mama. We know it. Okay. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> She won Best New Artist. Wow. Victoria Monet won Best New Artist. She is the Grammy Award winning or the recipient of the Best New Artist Award. So shout out to Big Norton. So now Denise go think she Clive Davis. Like, I, I told did. y'all I that told, girl was good. You know how we do. I told y'all that girl. I told y'all about I Adele. T- I told y'all about Amy Winehouse. I told y'all about all them people. That, that new boy. That new boy. Uh, I, no I told y'all about Justin Bieber. I, I told, told y'all, y'all about all them. <laughs> all right, well, Denise. We love to take credit for oh, everything. You know we do. I told y'all he's going to be good. To, see, y'all like, sleeping. yeah, you and, and five other million people thought he was good. <laughs> no, but seriously, when I saw. That's Vic, great, though. When no, I saw Victoria Monet's video on my mama, and this was like. I'm late. Like, I'm just discovering her. I remember when you came in. You yeah, were I was like, like There's that song is awesome. And then I saw the video. I mean, she is extremely talented. And, fellas, she is a beautiful black woman. Ben, what you think about Victoria Monet? What you, you feeling? Are you thumbs up, thumbs down? You thought she deserved the award? Best new artist? You know, honestly, I'm still... 
I'm still getting into Victoria Monet. Honestly, I thought Tyler should have should have won it. I thought Tyler who? was out here rocking. Look, it, I'm like who? Uh, all summer last year, even with the, uh, the the water song she got. Tyler, who? Uh, play the water song. You know the song. She you was nom- song. she was nominated for best new artist. Okay. No, nah, she. I, 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 I have to play it coming back from break. Now, yeah. Okay. We got to talk about some of the controversy. You know, there's always controversy. I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but okay. So for those that didn't know, Celine Dion has, she's been, for for lack of better words, off the radar mm-hmm. because she has a medical condition. Um, it's it's really devastating because it basically where she cannot sing anymore. Because you know, going to Vegas was oh, only that good was, that was unless, Celine Dion. She was going to see Celine Dion. Yeah, and so she literally. Stunned her fans yesterday by making a surprise appearance. So it's been over a year since anybody has seen Celine Dion because over a year ago she announced that she had an incurable neurological disorder, which is called stiff person syndrome. And so because of that, she had to cancel all of her tour dates and she's done. Well, she made a surprise appearance at the 66 Grammy Awards last night. And she was the now check this out, y'all. She was the final presenter. Nobody knew she was walking out. She comes out, standing ovation. Oh my goodness, it's Celine Dion. And we all know she can sing. Yeah. She's an honorary member of, of our club. Yeah, Celine can no sing. question. Yeah. I triple dog dare anybody to challenge me on the fact that Celine Dion, she can sing. Like S-A-N-G. Well, she announced the winner for album of the year. Now let me first ask you, who do you think received album of the year? <sighs> Uh, probably the same person that was voted ahead of Beyonce in the Forbes powerful list, which you got would be it. Taylor Swift. So Taylor Swift received the album of the year award presented by Celine Dion. Everybody on the internet, social media has been going in on Taylor Swift because she apparently failed to acknowledge Celine Dion during her acceptance speech. Like, Celine Dion gave her the Grammy, and Taylor Swift just She was like, thanks, homie. She didn't say that. <laughs> she didn't say that, y'all. So the whole, like, social media went in. Like, you know, how... What? The Golden Girl did something wrong? How could you not acknowledge Celine Dion, blah, blah, blah. Now, here's... I, I'm not defending Taylor Swift, but I will say this. There have been times, and I'm telling you, you've received a number of awards. We're in that moment. You know, it's like you win album of the year. You've had this incredible year. Or, you, you're, you know, you had this incredible year where you win an award and you go up and, God forbid, but it may have happened where you forget. And I've seen this happen a lot where people forget to thank their significant others, their spouses. And people go in. It's like your brain, again, I, I know yeah. it sounds but I've been there. It's like yeah. you, and that's why a lot of times people, when they receive awards, they'll go up there and say, "God bless, thank you, good night." Yeah, because you don't want to say the wrong thing, and the wrong thing is not acknowledging someone or not saying something about someone. I, yeah. I think that they need to give Taylor a little bit of grace because she is, however you feel about her, yeah, she is a giving person. I don't know her personally, but I've I haven't heard too many people say that she's a diva or that she's unapproachable. She obviously loves her fans because her fans Yeah they and they love her. They they them Swifties <laughs> boy, they up there with the beehive. Yeah. And so 
I think it was a matter. I don't think it was intentional. Mm-hmm. I think it was a matter of where she just, you know, you got album of the year. You're obviously having the best year that you've had in your career. And you were overwhelmed with joy, excitement, and you went up there, and it was just kind of like, yeah. boom. But yeah, I don't. I mean, it's easy to play devil's advocate too, because you can say in those situations that you may have been in, you didn't know it was coming. Mm-hmm. Where Taylor Swift probably had a good idea that she might win album of the year, therefore she could have prepared. But you also have to feel for Taylor because, just like you said. She didn't know Celine Dion was going to be there or mm-hmm. present her with the award. And she may have already had her speech exactly. and already was focused on, all right, I need to make sure I don't forget my my makeup team this time. Or, or maybe she's trying to correct mistakes she, she made in the past. And then you throw in Celine Dion. It's like, look, I ain't tripped. Like, yeah, it, like yeah. she was there, but like she sh- wasn't a part of my speech. And like, you're going to get mad. So I, I feel you like. Uh, that I, but I think that's something that'll blow over. Though. I do too. You know, yeah. people nowadays. Well, you can't do anything in their eyes. Yeah. Long. Now, speaking of the Grammys, we come back from break. A rapper, oh. who won a lot of Grammys last night, was arrested, like taken away in handcuffs from Crypto.com Arena. That's where the, the Grammys took place in Los Angeles. So when we come back, we're going to give you more information about a very, very well-known rapper who won some serious Grammys last night. How you going to get Grammys and then get arrested? Boy, I tell you, this country, something else, y'all. <laughs> You're listening to the best morning show on planet Earth, Truth Be Told, with DT and Telly on the award-winning 101.7 FM, The Truth. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Kept it solid when it's all said and done. All I know is keep going, run, run. Mama told me never fold, run, run. You are listening to the best morning show on Black planet Earth. We've been talking about the Grammys that took place last night. Yeah. Telly and I were... We were over there celebrating with D.L. Hughley, so we missed it last night. He was at the Milwaukee Improv, but apparently there was a lot going on at the Grammys last night. Starting to sound like it. Killer Mike, who you just heard, won three Grammys. Wow. Including, let's see, he was the winner of four rap categories, which we're part of the pre-show telecast, so you didn't actually see yeah. it. But one thing you can see is <laughs> him being escorted out. Is shortly thereafter, he was arrested. He was arrested for battery at the Grammys after. We've got some audio we want to play for y'all. I- I'm just like, what could have been the one of the greatest moments and nights of your life wow. ended with you getting arrested? So check this out, y'all. And the Grammy goes to Killer Mike. Michael. Tell me it's 
is too late. You can't tell me dreams come true. It is a sweep. It is a sweep. It is a sweep. I'm not- now, y'all take all that energy, which everything he said was valid yeah. and, and was was definitely. And then right after that, y'all, he was arrested after an alleged altercation. I want to emphasize the word alleged. So he was arrested and booked. And you could actually go to X. You can go anywhere on the Internet and you will see the video of rapper Killer Mike being arrested yesterday um, after being detained for questioning and escorted out of the Crypto.com venue, which is where the Grammys were mm-hmm. last night in Los Angeles in connection with an altercation. This is according to Los Angeles police. Uh, the Los Angeles the police department said they've made a statement that a man was detained and handcuffed Sunday afternoon in connection with a, quote, physical altercation and later placed under arrest and taken to the Los Angeles Police Department Central Division. Again, this is what the police department said on X, uh, and they identified the man as Michael Render, who is Killer Mike's real name, which is Killer Mike's real name. He was booked on a charge of misdemeanor battery and was in the process of being released. And they say that the altercation occurred in the 700 block of Chick Hearn Court. For those who are familiar with L.A., Chick Hearn Court. That's at the arena. Which is where the Crypto.com arena is located. (laughs) So apparently there was a little, 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 how do you want to call it? Allegedly a little fight. Well, Denise, why is it that even when it's alleged, are the handcuffs necessary? Like you have and everything you have. I don't know how it's configured during the Grammys, but I know for a Lakers game, you can get anywhere between 19 and 21,000 people in there. And you're at the Grammys and you mean to tell me you come up to me and say, hey, we got to arrest you. I'm going to just break out. I'm just going to mm-hmm. take off running in front of everybody. Like, I just, I don't think, it's just, it's so different when it's a black man getting arrested versus anyone else. Because we're automatically, we're the biggest threat to society. And, oh my God, if we don't handcuff him and detain him right now and, and restrain him, he may go crazy. He may Maybe. take off running. He may do this. He may do that. But I'm going to just say it. Alec Baldwin may have Come killed on. somebody, and I'm sure he has never I've had to never have handcuffs him on. In handcuffs. And here's the crazy part, y'all, because I know I was, I was saying this earlier. Killer Mike, during the pre-show premiere ceremony, why are we still doing, why are, why are we still not televising the rap awards? Killer Mike won Best Rap Performance, Best Rap Song, and Best Rap Album. Like why are we? Why is that part? You of the can't play? get the best album on it. At least one of the what three 19, she should be able to get like, on yeah, there. What is this? Nineteen eighty-five. So more to come. We'll keep y'all posted as we receive more. Also, hey Ben, before because I know we, we're going to do our truth of the matter. Can you do me a favor? And I know I should. This is live radio, so I'm sure Truth Nation will appreciate this. There is audio. It's from Sylvester Stallone's Instagram where he's doing a verbal tribute. To our brother, Carl Weathers. Oh, wow. Apollo Creed, who passed away at the young age of 76. And you know what's so incredible about this man's legacy. And thank you to, uh, who was that? 
on our YouTube chat board. Creation, Creation Muse, thank you for reminding us. Uh, every person that has spoken in regards to Carl Weathers' death has had nothing but profound statements about his integrity, his character, how he's mentored somebody. But y'all, we y'all got to hear what Sylvester yes, Stallone. If you I, don't, I yeah. want to hear this because oh, I so got moved. a problem with how. And you don't like to compare deaths, but Richard Roundtree and Matthew Perry died around the same time. I already know, brother. Richard Roundtree got one day, and they talked about how great of, of an actor he was and person, this, that, and the other. Matthew Perry, who had a known drug addiction, they talked about him on Entertainment Tonight for two weeks straight. All the great things he was doing, oh, this, yeah. that, and the other. Like, but we're not going to highlight the main thing of him well, being a crackhead. Let, let's just get to the real, to the real. We've got, this yeah. is so, and if you're not familiar with Carl Weathers, you should be because he was part of the legacy of of Rocky movies. He's Apollo Creed. So when y'all see Michael B. Jordan and they talk about Creed, this was the legend. This that's was his the name. That's how yeah, they got the name of the it. movie, Creed, so, so, from Apollo Creed. From Apollo Creed. <laughs> Action Jackson. So you're going to hear right now, Sylvester Stallone, who we all know and love, played Rocky. This is his tribute to Carl Weathers, who passed over the weekend at the young age of 76. Everyone, today is an incredibly sad day for me. I mean, I've, I'm so torn up, I can't even tell you. I'm just trying to hold it in because Carl Weathers was such an integral part of my life, my success, everything about it. I, I give him incredible credit and kudos because when he walked into that room and I saw him for the first time, I saw greatness, mm. but I didn't realize how great. I never could have accomplished what we did with Rocky without him. He was absolutely brilliant. His voice, his size, his power, his athletic ability, but more importantly, his heart, his soul. It's, it, it's a horrible loss. And I'm standing here in front of this painting because it was probably the last moment we were ever in the ring together and I'll never forget it. He was magic, and I was so fortunate to be part of his life. So, Apollo, keep punching. I'm not going to lie you. I cried when I first saw that because yeah. he's standing in front of that famous picture, and they even have that in the Creed movie with Michael B. Jordan where it's an art painting of— Yeah, them about yes. to hit each other, yeah. And so, y'all, yeah. seriously, to, to have Sylvester Stallone— Take the time. And I mean, he should have. I mean, I would have yeah. been shocked if he didn't. But you could tell he was very torn up. Yeah. And and he's definitely grieving and, over and, the loss of Carl Weathers. And his life should be celebrated. Yes. And it's not just, okay, he was an actor and, and uh, a former football player. I didn't even know he played in the NFL for a couple of years. And and then that's it. And I just, I, I hate that it takes someone of Sylvester Stallone's stature to come out and have to say something but now i'm sure you'll see others kind of follow but he shouldn't just oh i've seen a bunch though over the weekend yeah. i saw a bunch of great tributes from yeah. people from all walks Look of good. life Look yeah good. and so again he here, should be celebrated truth nation we want to send our deepest condolences to carl weathers family they said he he passed peacefully in his sleep in his home in los angeles carl weathers also known as apollo creed the original 
Creed, Action Jackson. That's when I yep. started knowing I like men. He was one of them. I was like, wait a minute, something going on. <laughs> yeah, that little tight little curl. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to Carl Weathers. Thank you for everything that you've contributed to boxing, to movies, to performing arts. May you rest eternally in heaven. We're listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. When we come back, Telly and I are going to give you and Ben our truth of the matter. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Don't touch that dial. Truth be told with DT and Telly. We'll be right back on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. Y'all know what it is, Truth Nation! This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly! Your boy Ben Jamin! And this is Truth of the Matter! All right, y'all. My truth of the matter is this. As we are in the fifth day of Black History Month, black history is America's history. And even though you are trying to remove it, and you know when I say you, you know who I'm talking about, the narrative of black people in this country will not be muted, will not be removed, and it is our responsibility to remind and keep people engaged on our contributions, our innovations. And it can't just be uh, Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, and Barack Obama. <laughs> there are a number of people that are taking painstaking movements towards justice, healing the wounds from racism, teaching our kids about our future. So keep, y'all, keep making sure that we are celebrating Every black person that's not only contributing to black history, but to our black future. Black history is America's history. That's my truth of the matter. All right, Ben, I'm going to wrap it up. But what you got for your truth of the matter? I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. I'm blinking blinking and I'm black, y'all. I like that. I had to join in. Look. <laughs> my truth of the matter is it, this is an opportunity like to not only focus on black history throughout this month but focus on the things that are important as well and that is your health and we're not just talking about your physical health but your mental health as well you have to always stay on top of it and not be reactive and be proactive when it comes to your health again your health is your wealth you got to be sure to make sure that you okay you straight mentally as well as physically and i know i can't get into the story too much dt that I need we all were telling black men to be alive yeah we were talking about i ran into a friend of mine at the airport on uh, yesterday hadn't seen him in a while and he was just like man tell her you looking good and and i just told him simply you got to be disciplined because if you don't pay for it now you're going to you know pay for to, it you later you know what it takes look really quick nicole the date went great thank you for asking sylvia i love you thank you for the welcome back truth nation tell you this has been great as always, yes, yes. stay tuned. You got nine more hours of consecutive live Black Talk Radio up next. We got Sherwin Hughes. Make it a great day, y'all. Telly and I will be back. Same time, same channel. Same Peace truth. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.